0: Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the Saturday after Ash Wednesday, a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, if you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, Then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday. Then the Lord will guide you always and give you plenty, even on the parched land. He will renew your strength, and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. The ancient ruins shall be rebuilt for your sake, and the foundations from ages past you shall raise up. Repairer of the breach, they will call you. Restorer of ruined homesteads. If you hold back your foot on the Sabbath from following your own pursuits on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight in the Lord's holy day honorable, if you honor it by not following your ways, seeking your own interests, or speaking with malice, then you shall delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will nourish you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Incline your ear, O Lord, answer me, for I am afflicted and poor. Keep my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for to you I call all the day. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in kindness to all who call upon you. Hearken, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my pleading. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And leaving everything behind, he got up and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were at table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes complained to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus said to them in reply, Those who are healthy do not need a physician, but the sick do. I have not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm embarrassed to say that I find myself unable to preach about today's gospel without exposing myself as a hypocrite. I'll start by scandalizing you at least momentarily. As I pictured the scene in today's Gospel passage and brought it forward to the present day, I imagine Jesus not at table with tax collectors in first-century Palestine, but at the Playboy Mansion during Hugh Hefner's lifetime. You know, it's not shocking to all of us that uh, after Hefner's death, there are now some women who say that he wasn't exactly a model of respect for women's rights. So, so, I know that putting Jesus in the midst of one of Hefner's infamous parties may seem like blasphemy, but, but, but I think it's a legitimate image. The Jews hated tax collectors. They hated them. And I'm intentionally using a very strong word hate. They not only saw them as criminals, but, but as traitors to their own people. They, they would be viewed like a prisoner at a, at, a, at a Nazi concentration camp who makes friends with the guards and, and does their dirty work among his fellow prisoners in order to receive special privileges. No faithful Jews hung out with tax collectors. They didn't speak to them, except when absolutely necessary. And they certainly didn't attend their their dinners and their parties. But Jesus did. He went to the Playboy Mansion of his day. How did he do it? How was he not physically nauseous sitting there? And how did the other tax collectors not feel terribly uncomfortable with this holy guy putting a wet blanket on their fun? The answer is, I guess, that that Jesus saw the good in every person there, and, and he used that, whatever good he saw, he used that as the foundation on which to build a relationship with each one of them individually. The reason I say I'm a hypocrite is that I can't do what Jesus did, or maybe I won't do it. So I certainly can't preach at you and tell you to do. I'm better at it than I used to be, I think. Uh, having met a lot of people in my life, both, both uh, before my priesthood in the secular you know, business uh, arena and, in my, and, and, and then in my priesthood and in my ministry, meeting all those people has allowed me to see through sort of the uh, outer layer of a lot of people and, and, and to you know, kind of see them for who they are and, and, to, and to find a way to love them in their, in their weakness and their vulnerabilities. But, you know, I woke up this morning angry. And, and and why was I angry? Because I had this really weird dream last night, really, really, really strange. In the dream, I was working on the crew of a musical, uh, because I've never worked on the crew of, of any show, and my previous dreams have always been uh, that I've been an actor in the musical, which which I've done uh, on multiple occasions when I was younger. But anyway, I'm, I'm on the production troupe crew in this case, and the show is at least uh, nominally directed and produced by the same director and producer from my high school days. So I'm, I guess I'm sort of back in high school, but, I, but I'm an adult. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not high school age. But, but, but the director and the assistant director or the producer have given over effective control to another person, um, sort of delegated responsibility for the show to this other person who is overturning all previous precedents and expectations and hurting people in, in the way she's doing things. I'm trying to, to do what I'm told, right, to keep things calm, et cetera, when, when the new person screams at me, screams at me publicly for something that amounts to a little more than, than, than not reading, being able to read her mind. I don't react well, let's put it that way. In fact, in the presence of many of the cast and crew, I unleash an expletive-filled tirade at her that would make, that, that would make Hugh Hefner blush. Afterward, I think, in, in, my, in my dream still, I think that, that maybe I didn't handle that so well and I've only created more problems, more tension, more division. End of dream. The bottom line is this. I don't know that I can go into the Playboy Mansion and see the good in Hugh Hefner at the moment. Because while I like to think of myself as mostly mostly forgiving, There are those in my life in whom I see no good. And I know that's not Jesus. I so desperately need his help. And that's why Lent is not going away anytime soon. But thank the Lord that he's patient with me. God bless you.